Hello, listeners, and a massive welcome to Slalom On Air. My name is Catherine Wilkes. I'm super excited to be joined today by Ant Gill and Stephen Mellish. So our purpose at Slalom is for people and organizations to dream bigger, move faster and build better tomorrows for all. And nothing speaks more to me about building better tomorrows for all than the work that we've recently been collaborating on with British Cycling. So I'd like to welcome Ant Gill, who's the National Children's and Young People Manager at British Cycling. Hi, Ant. How are you? Hi there. I'm very well. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Welcome. And Stephen Mellish, your director in experience based in out of Manchester. Hello, Catherine. Good to see you again. Hi. Thank you. Nice to see you too. So, Ant, can you tell us a bit about British Cycling and your role, please? Yeah. So, uh, British Cycling is the uh, national governing body in the UK. It's a, a membership-based organisation. We've got over 140,000 members that range from elite level racing all the way down to grassroots activities. So at the elite end, we um, manage and run the Great Britain cycling team, which is the most successful British Olympic team in history. And then kind of further down the spectrum, we've got our grassroots and participation work that we do to just encourage more people to be active and getting out on bikes. And that that kind of ranges from, you know, recreational riding to commuting to riding in clubs and to racing at a, at a grassroots level. So we've got around 22,000 young people across the UK who engage with us as an organization already. So my, my role specifically around children and young people is, it's, it's really, really simple in my eyes. It's about getting more kids on bikes. It's about kids enjoying riding bikes and about them enjoying riding bikes for the rest of their lives. Okay, great. And I mean, it, the organization is called British Cycling, but is this just about people who live in Great Britain or is it wider than that? Yeah, so the, the organization's UK-based, but through our successes on a, on a global scale through the Great Britain Cycling team, you know, kind of all eyes look to British Cycling just because of the success that we've had at international level. So I think that that's where we kind of have a, a global reach in the sport. But that being said, you know, we've got an equal focus on how we grow our communities at a real local level as well. So how do we get our communities to be more active, more of the time, using the bike as a metaphorical and physical vehicle to do that? Yeah, yeah. So incredibly diverse the work you do then I guess from you know from the grassroots level through to the supporting your elite athletes I love that my children will love that as well so my son is a big bike rider and I think it's it's in part because my husband is really big into cycling so he's grown up seeing it so it's I totally support what you're doing so what what led you to British Cycling was this something that came out of your school careers service many years ago or was it more opportune than that uh, yeah, I'm not sure I can remember that far back, um, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> um, no, I. <laughs> so I, I used to race bikes. I raced internationally at 110 meter hurdles, and then flicked across into cycling and did track sprinting at an, at an international level. And so I guess from there, when when my racing career finished, it was like a natural step. Like I might as well get paid for doing my hobby type of thing. And and then over the years, so so came in, came into British Cycling and. Obviously, I've got a young family of my own. I've got three boys. They're all into cycling. And so kind of the natural progression then was for me really to look at, you know, kind of, can I make British cycling better for kids when I'm gone than when I started, you know? And if I do that, then that'll have a knock-on positive effect for my own kids. So I think for me, really, it's around really being able to open up the world of cycling to a wider, more diverse audience of young people and really start to show them what benefits this sport can offer them, really. 
Yeah, I love that. So powerful. And so, so what was the the sort of the challenge that that you guys were facing at British Cycling that Slalom were helping you with? So from conversations, we started a, a, a real collaborative piece of work with Slalom, and it was around you know. At British Cycling, we've got a, a real clear strategic aim of increasing the number of children and young people who are riding and racing on bikes. So through our, so that was the challenge. Through our work with Slalom, what we were able to do is actually track the whole that whole young person's journey in the event space and say, from entering an event to doing an event to leaving the event afterwards, how can we make that the most fun, engaging and progressive experience that it could possibly be for that young person with the hope then that they'll come back and want to do more? I mean, I just love that because events are so powerful. You know, I, I remember events that I've done, you know, years and years ago, you know, positive experiences and not so positive experiences as well. It's, it's you know, it's got a, a huge impact on people and how they interact with the sport. Yeah. And not just from a young person's perspective as well, but generally people vote with their feet. If you have a bad experience, whether it be at a restaurant or a shop or a British cycling racing event, they just won't come back. And especially that's accentuated for young people. How can we create those really fun, welcoming and progressive environments for young people to succeed in the sport? Yeah. And and what were you hoping British cycling would sort of look like after slalom's help? Uh, well, better than when we started, for one. <laughs> it's always a good. It's always a good starting point. But I think for me, it's just it's having a clearer picture of our customers, why they engage with us, why they don't engage with us, and how we can improve on what we do. Great. Okay. So, Stephen, how did we go about helping Ant and the team? Well, we spent a bit of time up front with Ant, understanding really what the problem is. You know, it's really important for us to understand what it is the client's trying to get out of this uh, and understand what their outcomes are. And we ran a typical customer experience, customer journey workshop. So we got people in a room. We used some design thinking techniques. So we understood, yeah, we, we spent time looking at who are the users, understanding what they were, what they were thinking, what they were doing, where were they when they were trying to interact with British Cycling. And then the, the, the main part really was mapping that journey from when, you know, my son or your son Catherine wanted to go and do an event and, and found out about an event and what was that journey from that that first moment of my mates going to this event I want to go to it through to I've finished that event that's the most amazing session I've done I've had great fun with the mates I've you know it's a cycle crossed I'm muddy and I'm filthy and it's great and I want to do the next one and what we did was really map out that journey look at all the points and the touch points that that individual and maybe the parents or the British cycling volunteers that run these events interact with those people and really started to look at where does it break down some of the things that came out were amazing in terms of you know how people register or don't register and what we could do then to fix that and make sure that British Cycling were you know 100% aware of the people that turned up on the day so that they could go back and market to them and, and speak to them and, and carry on that engagement and we find that with so many customers that they don't know who's there and they, they, there's no real way of, of engaging with customers long term to keep them involved in the in the interactions. Okay. Okay. What you came out with as an outcome is a set of actions that British Cycling could take to improve that experience for children and young people. Is, is that correct? Yep. So we, we ended up with about 25 to 30 pain points or problem areas. And then what we did is we looked across the different areas of British Cycling and the different areas of that journey and tried to come up with five or six solutions or things that we thought would help. And some of them were really simple. Some of them were, you know, um, do we get technology out in the hands of the volunteers to actually capture information rather than writing it down? So how do we improve that? How do we get them to to document that and, and store that information somewhere? So some of them were really simple, but it was just giving them 
them a real vision on these are the things you need to tackle. And actually, if you tackle them in this order, you'll actually start to see some real value and some real benefit to the, to the business. Great, great. And Stephen, you have to close your ears a bit for this bit. Um, so, Ant, how, how was it working with Stephen and the team? Listen, it, it was great and it's really interesting. So at British Cycling, sometimes we kind of get ourselves into planet cycling and you just kind of think about that. So to work with teams that maybe uh, sit outside of the cycling sphere, and in this case slalom, then it, it, it's really eye-opening because you can take in different views, different opinions, different approaches of how you develop things. And, and that was really, really good. And I think just being able to kind of work with the team and, and, and like Stephen said, just pinning it down to two or three of the key things that all interlink was really, really useful. I love that. That's great. And I imagine sort of powerful as well being out of your usual environment where, you know, it, our heads can become bogged down with the, the pressures of work and everything we've got to do. So just to take that space to really think about this as a, as a problem. Exactly, exactly. And, and and we've been able to take some of those practices now and implement them and influence them across our business. So really, it's that kind of, we've learned from them in some of their approaches and now adopting them in some of our planning and approaches internally at British Cycling, which for me, that's the real gold dust. Oh, that's that's brilliant to hear. I love that. Um, Okie doke. So now we'll move on to our rapid fire round. So I'll ask you each um, question in turn. So, Ant, texting or talking? Talking. Thought you'd say that. <laughs> Stephen, invisibility or ability to fly? Ability to fly. Okay. Um, Ant, hurdling or cycling? Oh, you can't give me that one. <laughs> Hur- hurdling. Okay. Controversial, but going back to my roots. Yeah, back to the roots. All right. <laughs> Stephen, I know you're a cyclist. Furthest you've ever cycled in a day? 110 miles. I've beaten you. 120 is mine. Oh. I've beaten you both. 138. Boom. Oh, <laughs> run on you. Stephen, cats or dogs? Dogs. Allergic to cats. Right answer. Um, Ant, you've got a bonus at work. Would you buy a new bike or a gift for your partner? <laughs> oh, God, these are horrendous. Uh, <laughs> a new bike. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. That's fine. I love that. Okay, so, Ant, any final words of wisdom for our listeners? Oh, gosh. I would say, you know, get out, be a family together, ride together, be active together, because the moments that we've done that as a family, they're the ones that we call our family firework moment. So get out into the into the wild and, and, and really start to explore their surroundings. Oh, and I just love that. Creating the family firework moments is brilliant. The family firework moment. I don't know why I got a, I apologize. I got the giggles now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you both so much. Um, it's been brilliant chatting to you today. Thank you. Thank you, Ant, for all the, uh, the input and the fun over the over the workshops. Yeah, same back at you, Stephen. It's been good. It's been good. I love that. listening to slalom on air tune in to hear more by following us on your preferred podcast listening app new stories will be coming regularly and if you're interested in joining slalom check us out at slalom.com careers